Hello everyone, and welcome to the sixth episode of the Saints of Little Knowing podcast. This is Christian Gerber, and around the table we'll go. Max. Zach. Noah. And our guest again. Haley. Yes. And today we're going to be talking about a topic of Max's choosing, and that topic is... Uh, all of the new apostolic reformation garbage that we see at Bethel Church and all of the rest of the super hip, cool, whatever, just all of the crazy <laughs> nonsensical crap that you see all the time. Okay, so here's, here's how I'm going to start this. Here's how I'm going to introduce this. <clears throat> grave soaking, according to World Religion News, involves laying across a grave of a holy figure. That could mean a preacher, evangelist, or saint. By laying across the grave, you, quote-unquote, suck up the power of the Holy Spirit that that person had. Wait. You know, like stealing the power of the dead from the Highlander movie uh, franchise stuff. Okay, so here's what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to join this new apostolic reformation and lie on the grave of A.W. Tozer so that I can rip apart this new apostolic reformation like nothing else. So, all right. Did you that's my that's my that's my very passionate introduction. What's about your how question? Much what are we talking about? We're talking about that. So, Max, so places you... places like Bethel Church, Hillsong, uh, all of the new hip cool and things they... with all the pastors that that wear skinny jeans and like these skinny three thousand yeah, <laughs> these three thousand dollar sneakers and hipsters, Max. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. I just, I'm just <laughs> discriminating against hipsters. Don't like them. Anyways, the thing is. They have a lot of Eastern uh, religious practices that they try to infuse with Christianity and really has no place in the Christian church. So you often find, like, Bethel Church just had this, they were in some type of news again for having this gold glitter falling from the sky and angels and soaking and in the presence. They just have all these weird things that go on. And it's just mysticism. It's just weird, mystical practices that they do there's actually a church there was a lady who got um expelled from this this school it's actually called bethel uh church of supernatural ministry that's literally the name it's it's bethel church in redding california she got kicked out because she started believing the gospel and was promulgating the gospel and what happened was leaders in that church were basically they just they just kicked her out. They said you you don't really belong here. Lindsay Davis is her name, and she has a story you can go on YouTube and watch. Um, Apologia Church out of uh, Arizona did a podcast episode with her. I would highly recommend all three episodes of that because really it goes into more detail about why this stuff is dangerous, why the continuationism, and not just, not, I, I'm not trying to get into continuationism versus cessationism, but I'm trying to like get this, get this uh, depict what, what goes on. So they're like, they have a lot of weird things like babbling in the corner, um, and that's quote unquote speaking in tongues. So I don't know, what do you guys, sorry, what do you guys think of this whole thing? Well, first, I'd like to define cessationism and continuationism quick. Sorry, my uh, bad. Not that we're going to really Gosh, dig Max. into this, but just a quick, a quick <sighs> thing. Uh, there's a debate about whether uh, all the spiritual kind of like miraculous things that we see in uh, Acts, whether they continue. That would be continuationism, which would say that they still continue in the world, and cessationism, which, is, which would say they've ceased. 
they there's no there's no more of them god specifically gave them at a certain time for that but then going further to what you said max as far as all these non-spiritual things uh, oh they're spiritual they're, things well, they're I mean, just like oddly spiritual say, things, things that are not really scriptural things yeah things that are miraculous but not yeah I, not scriptural wait, wait, that's what, what i was meant. that what was the thing you where you lay across the grave called again soaking. grave soaking have that's you, what have you tried it that. no but i want to go find how do you know how do you know that it doesn't oh, work oh my gosh okay so <laughs> i'm just joking uh yeah, that sounds completely... Midnight in the grave, be there. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, sounds, I'm with you. So, really... yeah, the other thought I had, Christian, to add definition to it, uh, one of the things I feel like that brings back is that's bringing back the Gnostic heresy, which is that only certain people receive this special knowledge oh, or yeah. special anointing that makes them better it, than ordinary people. That's Christians. what I thought like, of. Like, like, the guy, he... like the Mormon church guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Joseph Smith? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when he first introduced he us, I thought classes. about all that. Yes, and they actually went back. They translated those, and it doesn't sit. See the thing. Sense. The thing yeah. about the thing about uh, like continued divine revelation as of right now, outside of canonical uh, scripture, is that it just it just puts people into two different categories. It is oh, you haven't received. Well, you're now in this different category of you're not as spiritual because you haven't received this divine revelation from God. As compared to these people, these modern-day <clears throat> prophesying prophets that uh, have received these this nonsense, basically, about God told me to do this. Well, well, gee, if God told you to do... I mean, that 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 what that does is that clearly takes Scripture and says that this is not all that we need. So are you saying that, like... Whenever someone says, I just had this strong feeling that God told me to do something, like that's always incorrect, or just like how they're using it is wrong? Well, this is what we talked about in the previous podcast of like following your heart, right? Yeah. Well, yes, I think God speaks to you, but how does he speak to you? Through right. some some weird so premonition like that you get they're, or this through is a word from God thing. Yeah, like, yeah. So you don't think God can talk yeah. to people anymore? He can. Well, through scripture. But he, so he can't talk to you on a personal level. The spirit couldn't speak to you on a different way and say, maybe you should try doing Why, this. In your let life. me back up. Why would? Why wouldn't? Well, well because we have this. We have the scripture. Well, and I think, let me find. Keep going. Keep going. But the spirit can still talk to people. I mean, to say that it can't do something like I was going to say, I don't like to say can't, but yeah. right. that's the same thing with saying, like, you know, like healing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, God has chosen, it, it seems, to not do as much miraculous healing mm-hmm. right now. Same thing, he's chosen not to just speak through prophets. But he does still do. But he could, yeah. He, there he are still stories, does, though. There are stories of, like, dreams in, like, Middle Eastern countries where people have no idea who God is and they see him in a dream. And it's, it's Jesus. I, so, I'm, I mean, that happens. I get, I get what you're saying about the dreams, but I'm talking, I'm talking like, he seems to be more, he seems to be more like on, like, a practical as well as trying to go to say, like, healing, like, people getting healed. Okay. They can. People are still getting healed. That's true, but like we don't healing. really see that as much. No, you don't. See, you don't see it near as often, but it still happens. Yeah, but I don't think it's. I don't. I don't want to say that it's a good thing to go around be seeking signs outside of scripture. No. 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 I, okay. And um, I don't even. I don't even know if I would. I'm not sure if I would go as far as that as what you to me saying. as I, to say like you don't think it happens at all anymore. It shouldn't happen. <sighs> I mean, I don't know for sure because um, it's it's the same thing that like 
of a religious experience, if you if we can call it that, okay. of like, okay, God said this to me, um, and I would I would think, well, that should be filtered through Scripture. Yeah, right? if, if, if if you feel something said to you, the first thing you should do is test it with Scripture. If it lines up with the Word of God, then how? Yeah, but if it's if it's extra biblical, then it's wrong. I mean, I think there's like different levels to go. Like if you're like, this is a new word from God, but I do know, like, I don't know if you heard of Brother Andrew. He was like a a smuggler, not smuggler, but he he smuggled Bibles into the Soviet Union. He was God smuggler. God smuggler, yes. And there were times where he just like would drive into a town that he didn't know someone, or there's one time in particular I'm thinking about, and this guy just came up to him and was like, "Are you like?" A Christian, and he said yes. And like the guy was like, "Yeah, I've just I had to come here, and I've been waiting here for, like, for you basically." And he was like, he didn't know anyone else in the town. I have to figure out exactly what happened in the story, but it was just like he had no no reason to be there except for that he had, like God had told him or something. So because like I, that can get really weird, like when people are like, do you remember the one time we went to that thing with Pine with um, Brookside? You remember that? It was yeah. That? Blackhawk, and they had this speaker. And he wasn't was just Blackhawk? Like, it was at it was at Indiana Tech. Oh no. yeah, and they had this they had Surprise. this speaker, and like where was he from? Was it Pathway. Know. It was like the speaker was not from Pathway. It was Are you sure. It was basically like this what guy church? was saying that he wanted us to just sit there and just visualize something in our heads and just tell the next person what we had seen, and that was like a message from God. What the? I would. That's a little so crazy. Weird. That's, I would have lit a match so like, and walked out of there. That's extremely crazy. <laughs> so that I do not agree with, and but that, I do think there is times. I, I'm agreeing with Haley. Like there, like there's times where you do see the Holy Spirit still act in the world today. But I don't think you could. You should just sit there and just wait for a word from the Lord, and that's no, what I'm supposed to do. Exactly. You shouldn't be doing that. You should be seeking. You should be seeking God wholeheartedly, and undividedly. You shouldn't be waiting there for. Oh, I. I think I just heard something, boys. I felt something. Let's do it. Let's go out there and lay on some graves. Let's swing from the rafters on the top so of the you, church. You look busy over there, Max. Are you ready I to mean, say what you're so say there, there's this, I mean, with, with in regards to God speaking to his people, there is this thing, audible thump right here. Mm-hmm. This is a Bible that I'm holding in my hand mm-hmm. that is what God uses to speak to us, right? So you don't directly well i don't i don't i'm not saying because in the bible there is instances of god speaking directly to people right moses just name one of them and then jesus right <laughs> but like there's there are instances of god speaking to people but for most people this is the communication that god right. has given us right the bible and mm-hmm. and this is what this is what we we should look to when mm-hmm. we're looking for an answer from God, um, like through His voice, right? Right. So, and, but but God can answer prayers and and in multiple ways. You mm-hmm. know, like if I pray for something, He can answer that prayer by it literally happening. Happening. Yeah. And that, right. So, and that is the Holy Spirit acting in the world still. Yeah, and I'm yeah, and so the Holy Spirit still. I don't. I wouldn't say uh, the Holy Spirit still work is, is very active in yeah. many different ways. So the, but it's not it's it's so it's So the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you don't you don't think those are happening then? No, I'm saying that that is happening. Oh, that is happening. Okay, my yeah. bad. I'm I'm mis- I'm misunderstanding. No, I'm just saying for for the most part, like if we're looking for God to directly speak to us, we're looking in the wrong place if we're 
if we're asking him to speak directly right. to us because yeah. he already has. I think that's a little bit of mourning the spirit almost. It's like you're asking for the spirit and you shouldn't really be asking for something like that. It's kind of we're not supposed like, to mourn after the spirit. You shouldn't you shouldn't be asking if God's already given you scripture right. to reveal you it. So I feel like yeah, to reveal it to you. To reveal it to you. Um and I think that's what I am concerned about with the Bethel church thing mm-hmm. as far as what they do is that they're they're so consumed with all these extra spiritual gifts that I feel like they might be neglecting to really dig into scripture and understand the word that God's already given to and them. I, Instead they're looking for all these extra biblical stuff. And I also feel like we should we should probably divide like Hillsong. I don't agree with some things like I feel like they can get pretty emotional. But I have you heard of them doing the same thing that Bethel's been doing? No, not at all. So like I think Hillsong can get emotional, and I, I don't agree with some of the songs they write. But I haven't heard about like the glitter, like the angel glitter. I didn't hear about glitter. that until today. Gold glitter, what? the uh, soul uh, yeah, sucking. The, yeah, Did you guys hear they tried to raise this? Uh... Someone from the dead. Yeah. Oh my lord! <laughs> I think they're reaching for the stars. They're only going to find their. It didn't work. Oh, well, it didn't obviously. Work. What? Zach, maybe we should send you out there and uh, USA Today. <laughs> here's here's the headline. USA USA Today says this: Olive hasn't been raised after praying for miracle. Girl's family now plans memorial. So, um, yeah, for for this two year old girl that that apparently died, they are now planning a memorial service because Bethel Church's prayers. They're their raise olive from the dead thing just didn't work. I, I mean, I think so, oh, yeah. I'm be real. The name of the girl is olive. Yeah, it's not, it's not like you said something different. It just seems, it's just kind of the whole, the it's, whole thing. I mean, maybe this passage, it says in Hebrews, one right. long ago at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. Verse two, but in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things through whom he also created the world. I just, I, I don't know. It just seems to the point of like, the more that we get wrapped up so then, in these extra biblical things, the more we're, we're basically just practicing these more Eastern, Eastern uh, religious practices than anything, it's just spirituality. And so I think there's just kind of, I don't know. It, it, it just it frustrates me because these like there was a couple stories I was listening to a podcast um, if you guys are familiar with Todd Friel on Wretched Radio he's basically saying mm-hmm. like these these students from like I guess the town of Red, Redding California a lot of people in Redding don't like uh, students from this Beth, Bethel uh, ministry uh-huh. school because what happens is like they've run across people that uh, have been in serious you know, injury or, or in serious danger or whatever. And basically what they'll do is they'll just sit there and kind of like pray and chant and do these weird things. Um, and I'm not saying we right. shouldn't pray about those things. I like, yes, yeah. we should definitely pray. But they neglected to like call an ambulance or call... And, and, you know. and that's where I want to go... Sorry, Noah. I, that's where I want to go back and sort of say, like, you know, like, God has given us scripture, right? So they're also... Not only are they discounting the stuff... They're, they're discounting things that God has already given us, mm-hmm. right? So we have doctors that, you know, if I was shot with a bullet, I, I don't... 
I could pray for the bullet to be removed from my body, but I could also call an ambulance and have them pick me up and I think this, yeah, like and take me to the hospital and remove it. One right? of the things that they believe in, I Max proposes to us and is showing us like kind of what he's going to talk about. One of the things they believe in is this thing called word of faith, and they believe that all unprosperous things that falls upon a person is of the devil. Okay. So Every single that's thing that's most bad. Gospel, then. What? Kind of this. Prosperity gospel. Yeah. And that's kind of what's one of the things they believe. And they believe that it's if anything bad falls upon you, it's Satan. It's because so you've you fallen out of God. So you faith it out already. Yeah. I feel like that definitely like goes with like testing, don't test the Lord your God. Exactly. Like they're basically like saying, well, I mean, God is able to do this. And I mean, that's the weird part. Where if you think about it, it's like, well, yeah, God is able to do whatever he wants to do. Mm-hmm. But what he's chosen to do right now is not that. Yeah, well, I mean, First John four it says it's test the spirits, and so yeah. we kind of get at that point of like they didn't test their spirits as they kept getting as as like as whatever I don't want to call it the Holy Spirit because obviously it's not the Holy Spirit at this point because they're obviously doing the wrong whatever things they're whatever they're whatever speaking to them either that being their own feelings or whatever they didn't test starting out. And they've just kind of gone off the deep or end. Or they're following their heart that way like, we were talking about. Yeah, the, yeah like, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And they kind of went off the deep end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's almost, it almost reminds me of uh, the temptation of Jesus in like Matthew 4 where the devil's like, you know, he won't let your, you know, he won't let your foot slip or whatever. Yeah, like and the he's, you know, God. he's going to, he's going to do it. And he, right. you know, Jesus said, don't put God to the test. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's exactly what they're doing, is they're putting God to the test. It's not, they're basically yeah. saying that God needs to do something supernatural, and I'm going to make God do it. And so they're, like, putting God but, in a box. But they might argue, though, is they might say, well, no, we just have faith that God's going to do this. That's, that's like, the first, like, they get turned yeah. that around on but, you, is what I'm trying to say. The thing is, so if you look through the Bible, God uses so many people to do his work, right? Mm-hmm. So, like... If God doesn't, God doesn't always work directly in in the Bible. He often works. If you look at the whole book of Esther, mm-hmm. the book of Esther doesn't mention God once. But if you if you read the book of Esther, you can see God working in there mm-hmm. through the people in the story. Mm-hmm. And and that's how that's how we that's how we ought to look at the world today. Is God is working in everything. But he's not he's not gonna be working directly, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna if somebody's hurt, I'm gonna take them to the hospital and a doctor is gonna is gonna help fix them. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be I mean, while God has the ability to heal somebody on the spot like that, mm-hmm. God has put people in the world today to do that for him. Right? Yeah. And then and not that he needs the people to do it for him, it's just so that they can glorify him in their work and 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 that sort of thing. But right? I do you think there, he still does that every once in a while? Yeah, there was a there was a yeah. story that one one of my friends told me one time. He said, and it was just kind of like a parable. And there was a this this guy was in a um, hurricane or a tsunami of some sort. Oh, I, I know. I know this. You, know, you guys know what I'm talking. Yeah. about. Tell the story. Okay, nice. so I'll probably get it wrong, but basically. They he goes up to this um, what is it like he goes up to this He's, to this his building. house is flooded yeah right? his house is flooded so he goes on the goes on the roof and oh that story yeah okay 
I, I kind of forget. I only and know like, they... And, like, and like, a boat like, comes by, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. You, need, you need help. And he's it's like, no, God, God's, God's going to come gonna for Didn't Jesus say the parable me. very similar to that? Like, there was a man standing on the side of the road, and he was, like, hurt, or he was hurting That's or something. That's the Good Samaritan, isn't it? No, I maybe... But I, I don't remember. I heard, maybe it's a different parable. No, the story we're thinking of is the one where they keep in, he says, "God, please save us." And then so like they send this, a boat, and they send a, and the people send a boat. The boat comes, and he says, and he sends and a and helicopter. He says, oh no, God's going to save maybe us. He sends a helicopter. Okay. God doesn't save them. And then they drown. And he gets to heaven, and he's like, "God, why I didn't you save me?" You, and he's yeah. like, "I sent you a boat and a helicopter. Right. What else am I supposed to do? You know, yeah, like so. just take the simple the, thing physically that God's given you." It was a parable I heard similar to that, except for in the desert. Yeah, don't do something super spiritual. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah, and oh, what was I going to say? Uh, like, that doesn't mean that God still doesn't work and perform miracles mm-hmm. with, with it, but, like, we shouldn't be looking directly right. for those. We should be, we should be, we should pray for them if if we need them, but it's not, like, it's not going to be, like, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm thinking of a story directly where um, one of our, our pastor friends, Luke Johnson, he went, uh, Oh yeah, you knew Luke Johnson, don't you? Um, he he was in Dominican Republic on a medical mission trip, and um, there was a kid. They were so they they were out in the middle of some place in the middle of Dominican Republic, and they had a trailer on the back of the of of their van. And um, when they were pulling away, the kids were running up, and they one of the kids jumped onto the trailer, and he fell off, and he like got his face basically like. Destroyed. Destroyed, basically. So, I mean, wow. Luke Johnson picks this kid up, and he, he puts a towel over his face, and he prays for him. And and then he pulls, you know, when they when they get to their destination to drop this kid off to, to the hospital, he pulls a towel over his face, and his face looks better. Like, it's not completely healed, but, I mean... Wasn't he saying, like, he thought the kid was, like, almost dead before? Yeah, right? he thought the kid was going to die mm-hmm. in his hands. Um, but he, he pulls the towel off his face and, it's, and, it, and it looks better. And that could be God working miracles in, in that instance. It could be. But but their destination their destination wasn't okay. We're just gonna pray for this kid. Their destination they were driving to the hospital as right. we're praying for him. And, and so that's right. what I'm saying. We can God God can work in God can work through people and He can perform miracles, but. It doesn't mean t- he's not telling you to do something that's unwise, or to, to you or know, biblical. just stu- stu- yeah. stupid, stupid, like mean, stupidity. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we've experienced like with your disability. I think my parents told us that uh, there was someone who said, "I just have this, this really, this sense that you know, when they were testing him to see if he had it when he was three, that you know, he's he's not gonna have it. Like, it, it, I just have this peace. He's not gonna." He's not gonna have it, and then, like, if we believe that, then we'd be like, not. They would have been rejected God and said things like, you know, that's never like. Mm-hmm. Or afterwards, when they, I mean, because they did have elders come and pray for him, yeah, and because that's what yeah, was they commanded. Did. They but, did what in James, you know, it talks about anointing yeah. with oil, mm-hmm. so they had me anointed, and all this, all the stuff the scripture says. But if they would have believed that God is just absolutely gonna mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Then they would have been crushed. They might have lost their faith. Right. They believe that's, that that's the only way God can work. And yeah. you know, I come from a very large Pentecostal background. You see a lot yeah. of people who believe <laughs> this way, but they don't. They don't take it with moderation. They go and they're yeah. pure radical, and like Hillsong has, like Bethel has. They don't. They don't moderate it and say there's a moderation to this that we need to know. And God and may not choose to do that. Right. But nobody understands that. And I've encountered so many people growing up. 
And I've met people that are like, you have, you have to speak tongues or else you're not saved. Yeah. Uh-huh. You have to speak tongues. I, I went to church with a woman who was like that. She says, are you speaking tongues yet? No. It's, <laughs> what are you talking? And he just kind of looked at her for a second. Like, what's wrong with you? And, yeah. But you grow up with that. And you just got to take it with moderation almost. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. But, so I have a couple points here. Um to finish. I don't know how much time we, we, have. we have. We have a little more time. Okay. And what I was going to say is that um, there, I have a couple scriptures. So one, Noah, that makes me think of uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 1, where he says, If I speak in the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I gain nothing. So the characteristics of the Spirit are so much more important than the speaking in tongues. And then it also makes me think of uh, Colossians uh, 2, uh, 18, which says, Let no one disqualify you. Um, and this is when he's talking about people who were saying, like, you have to eat kosher or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, here they're saying, let no one disqualify you insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reasons by a sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the right. head. That would be the head in caps, like Jesus, from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with the growth that is from God. And so just the whole idea of, like, that's the most important thing is hanging on to Jesus and growing in your spiritually through him. It's not, you know, talking about how you need to eat a certain way and worship angels or have visions right. or all that stuff. It's about, it's about God. And then the last point I wanted to make is that um, C.S. Lewis um, in The Problem of Pain, uh, which I, uh, full disclosure here, I have not read the book, but I've heard summaries of and I've heard so good quotes from it. a book without reading it. Yeah. <laughs> what if the rest of that chapter is like completely opposite of what you Okay, I'm not going to quote it directly. I'm going to say, um, so my mom read through this. Okay. And she was kind of talking to me about something she found interesting from it, which is one of the points Lewis makes is that uh, we often say, well, why can't God just fix the problem of evil? Why can't God fix pain? C.S. Lewis goes, well, if God did miraculous things all the time, then the scientific laws would cease to exist. Because mm-hmm. if God just interfered every time, then that would become the scientific law. And so it's like you can't, in order to have the world work scientifically, God just can't, you know, say, you know, whoa, that car's just suddenly going to, you know, it's about to go off the bridge and, you know, fall off a cliff or whatever. It's suddenly going to swerve just randomly or and do stuff. if someone's about to get by a car, he stops their foot from going in the street because he knows there's a car that's going to come. Like, then that wouldn't work. We wouldn't be able to study our world. It would make no sense if God did that all and the time. I think about from that, if you look back at the Bible, you see all the times where God, like, directly intervened yeah but you wonder how much time went between that yeah when he directly intervened. yeah you want yeah. like you want you say okay he directly intervened at this point then you've seen like a few chapters later that happened again but how yeah. much time really encompassed yeah. between there was it like back to back could it have been years apart and yeah. it's just like one of those questions like how often do we did, did god intervene yeah and how often did people even see it as miraculous what god was doing because in some ways you say it's miraculous the way that the judges defeated the different nations. But at the same time, you know, people could have said, well, they just had a really good battle plan, you know. And it seems like often that's how the Israelites did, is they just forgot that God was there. Because for them it was like, oh, it's not that. And we always think, oh, if there's just all these miracles, I would be able to, you know, believe in God. And I just you remember it all the time. And it's like, no, that's not really the case. Often God works in ways where you have to be looking for it in order to see the ways that he's working. Yep. All right. Well, I think we've reached a conclusion. I know we're stopping a little bit early. All right. Three minutes. I but think we're good, though. We've reached a good conclusion. Um, I thank you guys for tuning in with us. 